Hydrogen fill and drain valves are closed. Solid rocket booster flight data recorders are activated. And the handoff to Atlantis's onboard computers. Atlantis now in control of the countdown. Firing chain is armed. Sound suppression water system activated. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Liftoff of Space Shuttle Atlantis on a mission to build, resupply, and to do research on the International Space Station. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. On tonight's special show, we have some very sad news that we have to report, and sadly, we have to report it because it is affecting millions of Americans and No other news outlet is really touching this, and I don't really understand why, but that's what we're here for. The President Trump and his administration has been lying to the LGBTQ community, and he promised during his election or when he was running for office that he would protect us and make sure that no harm came to us. And all of it is a bunch of lies. He has been in the dead of night, in plain sight, dismantling our civil rights, our rights just like other people. So we're going to discuss it. We're going to tell you how you make sure that you're taken care of and your family's taken care of and your friends. So it's time for your favorite show and my favorite show. Um, And it's a special time. And it is a special day, and it's uh, All You Need to Know Radio, and uh, let's get after it. Uh, no, that's uh, kind of Chris Como. Uh, let's get going on this. I don't like that either. Uh, how about this? All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. that we missed you yesterday. However, uh, there was so much breaking news that was going on. We wanted to make sure that we brought you everything all in one show since we only do one show a week. So it's so important that you know right now that Donald Trump is the biggest liar on this planet. He was impeached. He's impeached forever. He did not learn anything from being impeached. He's just one of the most worthless people that walks this earth. And he happens to be the president of our country. And I'll tell you what, I am not happy about that because I think he is the worst representative of this country and the history of this country. And that includes Richard Nixon, which I never thought in my lifetime that I would hear myself say something like that but donald trump is an egotistical fat ass lying ass piece of shit but guess what his time is coming because 
someone who's actually a billionaire, someone who actually has made uh, changes in New York City and in the new in the government instead of trying to destroy it like Donald Trump does. So we're going to talk about tonight, sadly, that the LGBT community has been lied to by this worthless-ass president, impeached forever Donald John Trump. And in the, the dead of the night, just in plain sight, ever since Donald Trump and his administration took office, He has been dismantling all provisions and protections that one of the most incredible presidents that just had a a birthday a couple of days ago, Barack Obama, that Barack Obama busted his ass getting those protections passed. And Donald Trump is doing everything to dismantle it. What he doesn't understand, he's taking on an... a community that makes over $4.1 billion in revenue a year. You heard me right. The gay people, the LGBT community, we make money. We spend money in this economy. And Donald Trump, your day is coming. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and it starts right now. Megan, 
but I'm getting really bored with your immature attitude and you fighting with Joy Behar, which, by the way, she's your senior, and you should have some respect for her. You do have a lot of experience in the, um, in the political ring. There's no doubting that. But you cannot continue to put her down like you're doing it. She's not going to take it. She doesn't deserve it. And you don't have the credentials to treat someone like Joy Behar with any disrespect, period. Or Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg put you in your place a couple of months ago. So, Megan, a warning to you. If you like your current job, grow up. And you do give good advice. Don't don't make me think that you don't, because you do. But Trump is not in the same situation he was in in 2016. People like you keep putting him in a situation where he feels invincible. Listen, he tells everybody that will listen that he won the 2016 presidential election campaign by a landslide. That is a fucking lie. It's probably one of the biggest fucking lies in the world. There were places that Donald Trump won by less than 10,000 votes. That's bad, guys. And the thing is, Donald Trump also got given in 2016... People were tired of politicians. People were tired of being lied to. So they take someone that they look at Donald Trump who looks successful, but mind you, he only looks successful. His companies have filed bankruptcy between four to six different times. And this guy has put millions of people out of business, including family-owned businesses that have been around for 30 years or so. And then Donald Trump, if he ever comes to you in any capacity and wants you to do any kind of work from him, kindly say no, because you will end up with him negotiating with you to pay you a lower amount because that's just the cheating con artist that he is. And he happens to be the president. He is an illegitimate president. He is an impeached for life, worthless president. And I don't see him winning in 2020. I just don't. That's just my opinion. So back to uh, Megan McCain real quick. And I didn't even mean to get into all that. Everybody needs to quit making Donald Trump feel like he's invincible. He's not. Hillary Clinton is not part of this election. That is one of the biggest things that was Donald Trump's saving grace was that we underestimated the hatred for Hillary Clinton. Even though she is one of the most qualified people in the world to sit in the chair at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Because, guys, if you think Bill Clinton ran this country the whole time he was in the office, think again. Those were Hillary Clinton's ideas. That's what Hillary Clinton was doing. Why do you think Barack Obama wanted her on his his team to be the Secretary of State? And she took that position because she loves her country. And she doesn't try to avoid questions like when the Benghazi thing, which was one of the most fortunate things that happened. However, she sat in front of Congress and answered questions for 11 hours. Donald Trump, how long have you sat in front of Congress and answered questions? I'm waiting. Hmm. Never. Donald Trump has never even been questioned under oath because he's such a coward and he's such a liar that people know that if he gets in front of a judge or in a deposition, he's already lied in depositions. He's been fined by other judges. He's just that much of a corrupt person. And we must, if we want to have any of our country left, we must get this unbelievable 
jerk, and I'm being nice, out of my house. The White House is the people's house, you son of a bitch. It is not your house. And you didn't even know what the name of it was when you first moved into it. And only God knows what you have done to the inside of it with you and your whore of a wife. All right. So I don't know why I got on that rampage, but if you're just joining us, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. We are on a special night and a special time because it had to happen this way. Donald Trump has been lying to the LGBTQ community since he took office. When Donald Trump ran his campaign, he posed with a rainbow flag and said that he would make sure. Well, just listen. I will do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens. Fake. In his first 100 days, Trump has begun erasing LBGG citizens from the fabric of our nation. The term LGBT has been purged from every White House webpage minutes after Donald Trump was sworn in into office of the President of the United States. President Trump's secret plan to use religion to discriminate against the LGBT citizens leaked to the media. President Trump and Betsy DeVos defend discrimination that targets transgender. President Trump and Jeff Sessions drop lawsuit against North Carolina. President Trump and Tom Pierce endanger health care services for LBG seniors by erasing them from the medical surveys. Every LGBT American is forced back into the closet after President Trump erases them from the federal census. Even while watching this, Trump continues to handpick more anti-LGBT people. In his latest pick, he called LGBT Americans an evil that must be destroyed. And that's just the beginning, boys and girls. Wake up, people. Donald Trump is lying to you. Just the case is that Donald Trump is a liar. And he's never not going to be a liar. He's always going to be a liar. And everybody that is falling for this bullshit with this guy, I, I just, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I understand everybody wanted to change. I understand everybody wanted to have something different. Well, you got something different, that's for sure. All right, guys, that music means we need to take a quick little break. When we come back, I will tell you the 12 different things that Donald Trump has done in plain sight that has taken away the protections and the same civil rights as any other American except for the LGBTQ community, thanks to lying-ass Donald Trump. All right, guys, this is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood. Don't touch that dial. Because we will be right back. I mean, big news. 
be. I mean, by the time this baby's my age, I'll be... Well, I'll be dead. You're trying to cook a baby in an old 1970s easy-bake, lady. I know it's a little early, but look what we got. Props for optimism, but that is never going to fit you. Will and Grace, the farewell season. what they were thinking out loud. We go together. No, 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 not right now. Where was I? I'm a for you. I shouldn't have told you. I shouldn't tell anyone. started as a middle-class kid who had to work his way through college, then built a business from a single room to a global entity, creating tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. He could have stopped there. But when New York suffered the terrible tragedy of 9-11, he took charge, becoming a three-term mayor who brought a city back from the ashes and brought back jobs and hope with it creating tens of thousands of affordable housing units so families could have a decent place to live, raising teachers' salaries and kids' graduation rates, and creating a more open and livable city for the millions who call it home. He could have stopped there, but when he witnessed the terrible toll of gun violence, he put his money where his heart is, helping to create a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect families across this country and help turn the tide. And he's funded college educations for thousands of deserving low-income and middle-class kids and supported life-saving medical research and stood up to the coal lobby and the outright denial of this administration to protect the only home we have from the growing menace of climate change. But now he sees a different kind of menace coming from Washington. So there's no stopping here because there's an America waiting to be rebuilt where everyone without health insurance is guaranteed to get it and everyone who likes theirs can go ahead and keep it. Where the wealthy will pay more in taxes and the struggling middle class will get their fair share. And jobs that just allow you to get by will become jobs that let you get ahead. Mike Bloomberg for president, jobs creator, leader, problem solver. It's going to take all three to build back a country. Everybody out there would like to party like it's 1999 and forget that it was 2020 or 19. My God, <laughs> if it's if we're in 2020 and then we were in 19, I forgot. I can't even think. That's how that's how Donald Trump messes with your head. He's got so many things that are going on in in his life. And unfortunately, because of what I do, I have to stay on top of it, even as much as I don't want to watch it. Like that State of the Union the other night. First of all, if you're just joining us, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, you might be saying, wait a minute, tonight's Friday, I think. Well, you would be right. We have a special show tonight because we had to reschedule our show from yesterday because there was so much breaking news, and we haven't even got to any of it yet, but I'll give you a hint. The Attorney General of the United States, which basically begged Donald Trump for his job on his hands and knees and kissed his ass as much as he could, is now saying that Donald Trump's tweets are interfering with him doing his job. 
I'm so I feel so sorry for William Barr because he's getting exactly what he deserves. Every what everybody needs to understand about this coward that's in the White House right now, he turns on everyone. I mean, he's already told the world he wants to fuck his daughter. I mean, how horrible is that? I mean, imagine if you're Ivanka and you're sitting on the Howard Stern show and he out and out says that he would fuck his daughter if it wasn't his daughter. I mean, first of all, if I'm your wife, I will beat your ass when I get you, when you get home and throw all that gaudy gold shit out the window. Just, ugh. So we wanted to see what the voters were saying about this. So believe it or not, here we go. This month, a slew of presidential candidates showed up at an Iowa Pride Fest. Here's where some voters say, guys. Ran for the cause. Another silent disco. And in New York City, the Dem in the lead took a turn behind the bar at Stonewall. For the only openly gay man in the race, Pride means merch and magazine covers. Candidates might see this community as a block of votes for the taking. Not surprisingly, that's not what we heard from a panel of LGBTQ Americans. Can I have everybody uh, go around and just tell me their names and how they identify? Um, and if you want to volunteer your pronouns as well, uh, that's great. Well, um, my name is Donnie, and I use he, him pronouns, and I identify as a transgender, uh, pansexual, or bisexual man. My name is Blair, I'm transgender, and I'm a Republican. My name is Caleb, I use he, she, and they pronouns, and I identify as a non-binary queer. I'm Raquel Willis, uh, pronouns she, her, hers. I identify as a black, queer, transgender woman. My name is Sarah Longwell, and I identify as a lesbian. My name is Jamie, I use they, them pronouns. I identify as a queer, non-binary, trans femme. Um, I also identify in the A-spectrum of asexuality. I'm Benji, I'm a guy, and I, um, I'm an American. My name is Paul. Uh, I identify as a gay American male. My name is Zachary Zane. I use he, him pronouns, and I identify as bisexual and queer. I'm Brandon Strock, and I'm a gay man. Uh, David Valbranch, he, him, his. I identify as a cis, same-gender loving man. Hi, my name is Lucy. I'm a lesbian. I think that it is clear from the people who are here that uh, the LGBTQ community is not a voting monolith. Folks who are conservative and Republicans, if you could go around and tell me, who did you vote for in the last elections for president? I voted for Donald J. Trump. Okay. And I'm going to do it again. Donald J. Trump. And he gets my vote again. All right. Hillary Clinton. Never again. <laughs> Trump 2020. All right. Then I voted Trump, and now I'm planning on voting for him again. I did not vote for Trump, and I will not be voting for him again. So I think I may be the only conservative on the panel who is uh, not on the Trump train. Do you want to tell me why? Um, I don't think Trump is a conservative. I don't even think he's a Republican. And even though I can say, do I support tax cuts or judges or some of the, the policy areas where I think I would overlap with some of my other Republican friends, this is a values question for me, and Donald Trump does not reflect my values. Okay, Lucy? Mr. Trump? I won't vote for him again, though. Okay. I, I like what he's done. And I agree with a lot of his more financial decisions when it comes to our country, but his executive orders, they're not what we need. I don't believe the government should be so involved in our lives. How do you feel about Trump, the Trump administration when it comes to, to LGBTQ folks? Do you feel that his policies have either helped or harmed the LGBTQ community? I think Donald Trump is really changing the Republican Party by working with the gay and lesbian community. Um, he wasn't a racist or a homophobe until he ran for president. His um, best friend was Joan Rivers, who was like the patron saint of gays. If there was a homophobic drop of blood in him, we would have heard that 20 years ago. We did. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I would push back and say he was a racist when Central Park Five happened. Nope. He's been a racist. Central Park Five happened. Actually, so I no. Actually, I just, nope. Nope. Actually, nope. I actually have here the op-ed that Trump put out 
about Central Park Five, there's nothing here mentioned about racism. If anything, he's talking about having a safe city for black and brown and white people. That's a narrative that keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed, and we're going to talk about some truth. You this man, I did. Really? did. I just okay. pulled up receipts. Okay. That's what you got to do nowadays. Going back to the original question, which is, has the Trump administration's policies helped or harmed the LGBTQ community? When the Trump administration, or perhaps just Trump, via Twitter, puts out a statement saying that um, we're, you know, no more trans people are allowed in the military, that's it, we're cutting you off and anybody in's got to leave, um, that affects the lives of transgender citizens of this country. It makes us appear less than to other people who uh, now can justify their bigotry and their transphobia because um, look at what the government does. Look at how the government treats transgender people or thinks of transgender people as being less than. If you're so less than that you can't even serve the country that you live in and go and fight and die so that we can continue to have these rights that everybody says that we should have and we should celebrate, then you know how, how worthy are you? You're not worthy. I think the material reality of trans people has not improved under Trump at all, like full stop. And so I do think that the ways in which he moves in our government makes it more difficult, particularly for black and brown trans women, to just live their lives, right? Because that violence is being stoked. Yeah, Sarah, exactly. I, I want to know, as a trans woman, do you feel supported by the Trump administration? I feel supported as an American. Um, I, my life as a trans person hasn't been impacted positively or negatively as a result of Trump. I live my life and I'm just fine. All right, 2020. Obviously, President Trump is running again, uh, and there are about 50 billion Democrats running right now. Um, is anybody exciting you? You know, I'd be happy with anyone. Anyone? I'd be happy with anyone who isn't Trump. <laughs> I'm saying that as a joke. Let me, specify, okay. let me make sure that everybody knows that's a joke before I get attacked. Um, Elizabeth Warren, if I had to vote right now, would have my vote. Um, Kamala Harris. Uh, and, you know, uh, Mayor Pete's adorable, but uh, I, he's, he's not quite adorable, adorable enough. Yeah, my front runner right now is Senator Elizabeth Warren as well. Um, I, I appreciate her um, her approach on student loan debt because I got it, um, but also like her calling out the issues that Black trans women, transgender women are facing right now, and not being afraid to, to say their names, really meant a lot to me. Um, so I'm watching her. I think Democrats are going to have to get over their uh, issues and their egos, and they're going to have to work together. And so I could see a combination of Elizabeth Warren and someone else. Um, or Joe Biden and someone, Stacey Abrams, and, 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 <laughs> or someone just, or someone just young, <laughs> someone just younger. Like it's exhausting. Like Barack Obama was 47 when he was voted into office. Like all these, and this is no, I'm not trying to be ageist or anything, but like when all the candidates are like in their 70s, I'm kind of like, how long are you going to be around? What's going to happen? And and seriously, like we need somebody with a little bit more youthful energy. Mayor Pete has been mentioned. Um, Mayor Pete is gay. He's been on the cover of magazines with his husband. Uh, does, does having somebody who's gay running right now, does that make you want to vote for him? It's great to have a gay candidate. It'd be great to have a lesbian candidate or a trans candidate. I'm looking at the policy. I could not care less. I mean, the <laughs> fact that he is gay, that doesn't mean he has my back as a trans person. It means nothing to me that he is a gay person because he's also cis and he's also white. I don't know why I'm not more excited about him than I am. There's something missing, and it could, there's nothing fresh. He's an Obama sequel. I'm surprised that everybody is so anti-Pete. I mean, I think I know a lot of sort of Pete curious conservatives uh, who who think he's <laughs> who think he's. Is that he's, like bi curious? Yeah, I mean and, that is the most oppressed group. And and, in this and one of the main reasons is is that I think you know I think he's very progressive, but he's tonally moderate. And I think even just listening to us, I mean, everybody's so angry all the time to have somebody who is somewhat aspirational um, and who is is trying to make a pitch for something something better and more you know something more uniting like why is that so terrible i think it's i think it's nice one of the reasons i walked away from the democratic party and liberalism is i'm so fed up with identity politics i'm so fed up with political correctness i am so fed up with all of and everyone here has already said it, it's lack of policy all identity and that's what he is i think having him out there and being visible is fantastic um for for the community i uh I have a nephew, a 12-year-old nephew, who is a little gay boy, 
and for him to be able to see that there is a gay man who is running for president is fantastic. So it's that's a, meaningful to you? It's meaningful to have him there, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, I'd rather have a beer with him than vote for him, because yeah. he seems like you want to lean in and talk to him some more, you know? And his fabulous theater-loving husband, they sound great. But um, okay. I, I don't necessarily think that he's ready to run the country. And there you have it. I mean, there is a lot of, there was a lot of opinions there. And um, some of them I agree with. And some of them I obviously don't. And that's going to be a normal situation. Um, I, I want you to listen to a gay couple that it, they are pro-Trump. And when they went to a rally and they were wearing... Uh, and this is very recent, so it's not like it's back when everything was just mounting. This is like very recent, but they're a gay couple, and they were showing affection, and um, they were attacked because they're a Trump supporter. Now, I want to make it very clear. Violence is never the answer to anything, in my opinion, at least, and also in my uh my man's opinion because he's the one who's really pushed that down my throat and I agree with that so let's learn how to get along people we all this is a big big world billions of us are here we're not going anywhere listen rally in Cincinnati Ohio in mid-October we interviewed a gay couple supporting Donald Trump Cody Moore and Dewey Lane I uploaded the short interview with the two men to my Facebook account. Are you a couple? Yeah. Yes. Do you feel comfortable here being affectionate at this rally? Yes. Yep. Ain't nobody saying nothing about it. Nope, no one stopped us, done anything, so pretty good. Soon, it was up to around 200,000 views. It got more than 900 comments. Why do you want Trump to be president? I don't know, baby. tired of the bullshit government. Now, I work in the steel industry. I see it hardcore with trades and stuff. Time for a change. Trump's the man for it. Now, plus, I really feel like he would bring more jobs to the country, and he would, like, the system and everything would just be a hell of a lot better. Nothing more Leonard said in the interview was particularly unusual or exceptional. The video was shared mostly by people who seemed to share the couple's sexual orientation, but clearly not their presidential preference. Moore and Leanhart were ridiculed by commenters as uneducated, rednecks, traitors to the gay community, and even compared to Jews who supported Hitler. Another commenter writes, two bricks directly into their faces. While the anger? Based on the comments, some people apparently don't think gays should support a campaign that has seemed to incite bigotry against some groups, and a candidate whose rallies have featured hateful words and at times violence among the attendees. Okay, so that's bullshit. We either are going to be home of the free, where you can speak your mind, you have the First Amendment, um, or we're going to be dictators, which, you know, we cannot in any way look at this little orange man. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know. Um, if Donald Trump did not have a curtain of Secret Service protecting him, he would not say half of the things that he says. And I have a feeling that once he is no longer the president, everybody keeps making jokes and laughing about how he will not leave the White House. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, when Donald Trump is voted out of office, he will leave the White House one way or the other. And I, I personally know just articles and things that I've read. They're prepared to physically remove him, his family, and anybody else that does not obey and do a, trans, a peaceful transfer of power. And see, Donald Trump can say whatever he says with his, him and his supporters. All Donald Trump's going to end up doing is getting people killed. So I really hope that people come to the realization of this guy 
can legally be in office for four years or eight years, excuse me. And that's if and that's if he's actually legitimately elected, because this last time, not the way it was, not the way it was at all. So anyway, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, uh, All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook, All All Need to Know Radio on Twitter, All You Need to Know Radio on Instagram, All You Need to Know Radio on Tumblr, All You Need to Know Radio on Snapchat. If you hear Noah's social media, All You Need to Know Radio is part of it. This is Paula Abdul. We'll be right back. coming on NBC and it's called Zoe and the extravagant playlist and let me tell you something if you can go and you can or if you can put it on your DVR it is one of the most amazing shows and it's not full of hatred it's not the police I mean it's a positive movie or positive series now it's sad but it's really good. So right now, we're going to give you guys about a two-minute sneak peek of uh, what the pilot was. And uh, spoiler alert, Zoe's uh, father is terminally ill, and he can't talk. So what you have to do, though, is that Zoe, when she goes to get an MRI, all of a sudden gets the ability that people sing to her when they're having problems in their life or if they fall in love with her. So this is Zoe and her dad. Get your tissues ready. Going through a little bit of a rough patch and could really use your help. I'm flailing at work. I just found out a guy like is engaged and I am either going totally nuts or I suddenly can hear people's innermost thoughts as big musical numbers. Don't ask. I just feel like everyone's against me. I'm losing my mind. And the one person who seemed to always make me feel better in times like this. Isn't really here anymore. Which is not fair. Because I really need you. So could you just, like, snap out of this? Or make it all go away or something?
darkness inside you can make you feel so small. But I see your true colors shining through. I see your true colors. Hey everybody, this is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio, talking to you about our exclusive sponsor, America's Best Property Management, LLC. Now these guys have got a very unique uh, business model, and let me tell you a little bit about them. They are a luxury vacation rental by the owner. They do events and venues and they do long and short-term contracts with you for residential and commercial lease. So like if you don't understand how to read a commercial lease, and believe me, believe me, they are actually kind of complicated, and if you get involved in something that you can't afford, trust me, uh, you need to have an attorney or someone experienced to review those leases, and they do that type of service. Once again, America's Best Property Management They are All You Need to Know Radio's exclusive uh, sponsor. We're so proud to have them. If you'd like to give them a call at 210-264-2073. Again, that's 210-264-2073. We are going to have the owner of the company, Christopher Bates, join us hopefully on this show. If not, it'll be the next one. They are so busy, they don't even have a couple of minutes to actually get on the phone with us. So once again, America's Best Property Management, LLC, is the company you need to think of for several reasons. Their clients come to them uh, for services that run common to cluttered. And if you're in need of you know, someone to help you come up with goals to be creative uh, for a new business, uh, if you buy a property and you are having tenant problems, They help you with those kind of things, which I think is actually kind of interesting because everybody thinks it's easy to own property and have tenants. Let me tell you something. It's not. I've owned property. It's hard. And you want to make sure that you are covering yourself. And you know, those timeshares out there, I've gotten an email or two saying, is it a timeshare? No, it's not. This company specializes in vacation rental by the owner, and they offer a concierge service. If you think of Airbnb, it's something like that, only an upscale, an upscale version of that. So once again, America's Best Property Management, LLC. Give them a shout today at 210-264-2073. Don't miss We're there, and we're so grateful that uh, you allow that to us. 
All right, guys. So let's get down to business and talk about some really sad things. So Donald Trump, once again, lying to the LGBT community. So here we go. On January 21st, 2020, Vice President Mike Pence attended a church service whose pastor used false derogatory statements to describe the LGBT community, and the Trump administration did nothing about it. On 1-16-2020, we're actually going to go backwards, okay, guys? Or maybe we're not. Hold on a second here. <laughs> I love being the boss because I can do what I want to do. So, God, this nightmare started in 2016. So let me see what I can find in 2016 because does it go all the way back to that date? I'll be shocked if it doesn't. Let's see here. Well, okay, so let's start here. Uh, on 1-20-2017, minutes after Donald Trump was sworn into office, any mention of the LGBT community was erased from the White House Department of State and the Department of Labor websites. All of them. It was just completely erased. And the Trump administration and the Trump people refused to tell us why. 127-2017, President Donald Trump issued an executive order to identify ban on Syrian refugees from entering the United States. This ban included LGBTQ refugees fleeing the nation in fear of discrimination. 2 2 2017. An ABC News reports that after previous committing to protecting LBGTQ Americans from discrimination, President Trump and his administration had drafted a license to discriminate executive order, which would usher in across the board discrimination against the LGBT community. See how heartbreaking this is? I mean, this guy is just a liar. If you still support him, you need help. Seek help. 2-22-2017. With the help of the Attorney General Jeffrey Sessions, well, he regretted that, President Donald Trump rescinded Title I-X protections for transgender students in our nation's schools. So that means they have no legal protections. Doesn't mean they can't kick your ass. i tell you what, I saw a video the other day of these two, uh, I don't know if they're drag queens or they were transgender women, but um, I thought they were beautiful. And out of, for no reason, these guys started picking on them. And they kind of took it for a little bit. And then eventually one of them stood up and threw her hair back or her her wig back. She wasn't going to have it. And they literally beat the living shit out of those two straight guys. So maybe the laws don't protect you in schools, but you little straight guys out there and you little closeted boys that don't want to face the reality of your life and you would rather make someone else's life bad or hard. Just remember, that person on the other end might be bigger and stronger than you, even though they have what you consider to be not the right way they live their life. And they might just end up kissing, kicking your ass. So 3-20-2017, the Trump administration erases the LGBT community from the National Survey Older Americans Act participations and the annual program performance reports for Centers for Independent Living key surveys that are used to help provide care to American seniors, including disability, transportation, and support that is needed, a caregiver of support that's needed. 
There's more, guys, and it's on and on and on. And I'm not going to read all of these, but I am going to post this. And I encourage you to go to our Facebook page, all of our social media, and read all of these things that Donald Trump promised if we voted for him, which I didn't, by the way. I didn't fall for the, I didn't fall for the con. But he promised that he would not do any of this. 324, 2017, President Trump appointed an anti-LGBTQ activist and a former Heritage Foundation employee, Roger Servinto, to lead the Health and Human Services Civil Rights Office, putting the LGBT community at risk of losing access to critical health care. Now, how sad is that? I mean, first of all, it, that wasn't the only person that Donald Trump put into a cabinet position that knew nothing about their job. I mean, take the brain surgeon that was actually running for president. For some reason, Donald Trump thought he should run HUD when he's a surgeon. I mean, it's just crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. All right, guys. So we are at the uh, entertainment watch of our show. So let's talk about that. Madonna had to end her tour, sadly, early. Because Madonna, believe it or not, guys, is in her early 60s. And when Madonna gives you a show... She gives you 120%. And because she didn't feel like she could do that continuously any longer because she got hurt, she did what she did the right thing. There are a lot of haters out there that were uh, bashing her. And I challenge you to do this. What have you done in your life? Where have you gone? What have you made of yourself? Madonna? She's a billionaire, not her and a husband, Madonna herself. She's a billionaire. She is one of the most admired and noticeable, not only just in music, but in acting and eh, somewhat. But she built a school in Maui where one, she adopted one of her kids, which yeah, we'll say that she probably did that as part of the adoption part, you know, because there are just some things that you have to, uh, you have to do if you want to break the rules and celebrities and everybody out there, I'm sure will, uh, will agree with me that if you're rich and you have money, you're treated differently. Look at Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett from, um, empire, which I can't stand the show anymore. And I know that's not, it's not fair to the other actors, but the bottom line is, is I look at the show and the fact that Lee Daniels, the guy who wrote the song, the show and is in charge of the show, even had to think for one moment as to what, if, if this guy would return to set, it completely turned me off to the show. And that's just me, but that's just what it is. And there we go. So, but now Jesse Smollett, just in the last couple of days, a special prosecutor was assigned to his case. And being assigned to his case, he has now been once again arrested and charged with six felony counts. And I don't think these are going to go away. I mean, it's just me, but I don't think so. I think that... Um, they're just tired of his crap. I mean, I really think that's what it all boils down to is just that people are just tired. I mean, this guy had everything going for him in the world. And what did he do? He faked an attack. And he made it look like it was a something racial, which is that's just what we need in Chicago. So Jesse Smollett doesn't exist in my life. I don't, I don't care about the guy. I mean, I hope he gets help because he really needs some mental health, health. 
But um, I'm not even sure if he's actually out of jail because they were looking at trying to hold him without bond, too, because they consider him a flight risk. All right, so that's entertainment news. Let's move on to our final segment, which is our song pick of the week. Now, I personally picked this song because, you know, life's hard. And I'm sure everybody out there is going through everything that I'm going through because I'm one of you. And uh, relationships are hard. And when you're back and forth, back and forth, back and forth about the relationships, you know, eventually one of the people that are in the relationship start protecting themselves. And then that causes all kinds of problems and conflicts and it's hard. So, you know, there, you cannot take back your actions when you hurt people. You can't take it back. Saying you're sorry doesn't really change the fact of what happened. There's still consequences to what your actions would were. You should have been a grown-up in the first place no matter what. So what I would do is encourage everyone out there to look at yourself in the mirror, to look at the relationship you're in. Make sure you're happy, okay? This song is our song pick of the week. It is by the incredible superstars, super country star, Blake Shelton and his wife. I think they're already married. It's called Nobody But You, and I relate to this song. This is our song pick of the week, and it's new, and it's dangerous, and it's in your face. Take a listen. Wonder who you're married to Wanna say it now Wanna make it clear They're only you and God to hear When you love someone They say you set them free But that ain't gonna work for me Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Seriously, please go to our social media and read all the things that the Trump administration is doing to destroy and reverse all the protections that the most incredible president, Barack Obama, really busted his butt to make happen. And that's okay because um, Donald Trump has met his match. You know, we have called that we believe that um, the Democrat nominee is going to be Michael Bloomberg. I want to clarify that it's not who I actually want to be the the nominee. It's just what I feel is going to happen. And that's how I do things. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. And as always, keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, how to live your life, how to make your dreams come true. And do me one huge favor. Every day, get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Good night. Live from Dallas, Texas. Have a good evening. Just so many answers.
Whoa! 